0: I appeared on another podcast recently and the host asked me if someone's only got three minutes to spend on their fitness, what should they do? And I'm sure that most people would expect me to say something like do some squats while you brush your teeth or maybe some countertop press-ups while the kettle boils, but I didn't. In actual fact, the answer I gave might surprise all of you, although of course you'll have to listen on to find out what I said. But it really got me thinking about a couple of things. Firstly, what is the best thing to do for ourselves when we're so time poor we feel like we've barely got time to think? And secondly, why are we all so time poor in the first place? Because as always, we don't want to just put a sticking plaster on the situation and ignore the bigger picture. So today, we're going to be talking about what to do when you've only got five minutes, but also delving into the culture of busy and working out what might really be going on. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life. Improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, Women's Fitness and Wellbeing Coach Alex Hubble founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at Alex Before I get started today, I just wanted to share with you a little bit about my brand new free Facebook group, The Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Come over and join us if you want to welcome more confidence and wellness into your life, you want to look after your health and well-being, and you want to empower yourself to build fitness and wellness into your routine to support this. One that's going to work around a busy life in a kinder, more realistic and more sustainable way. You'll find the link in the show notes, and I would absolutely love to see you over there. Welcome back, delightful as always to have you here listening in. As I record this particular episode, we are hurtling towards school summer holidays, which means that right now I am busy with a capital B. Not so much actually with face-to-face sessions as some of my clients are off on their holidays or they've got various end of term things going on, but I'm definitely feeling that pressure to get lots of planning and filming and admin off my desk before the kids are off school in a week or so. In fact, one of the reasons that I did decide to become self-employed is the fact that I can choose not to work in the holidays and be around for the kids instead. But it also means that the pressure is really on when you know you're going to be having some time off. And I know that it's a really universal thing, that pre-holiday pressure to tidy up all of those loose ends before you go away. But I think that a lot of us actually live the majority of our lives like this, always trying to keep on top of everything, never quite getting to the end of the to-do list, always under pressure of some kind, which is probably one of the top, top reasons that a lot of women find it hard to keep up any kind of fitness and wellness routine. It almost feels like a luxury to have that time, doesn't it? And obviously, that's why I call this the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, because I know that this is what a lot of us are experiencing. So before I tell you what I think we should be doing with our five minutes, I just want to talk to you a little bit about why exercise can feel like something we want to do, but something we just don't have the time for. And of course, the answers are complex, and a lot of it is related to the expectations society puts on women and the expectations we put onto ourselves as well expectations that we all know are pretty much impossible to live up to, but we do try and do it anyway. So I'm not going to go over that because, you know, we all know, we all understand what those pressures are. But I think there's one thing that we don't necessarily think about, but that I think a lot of us have in common. And that is that we are all a bit addicted to busy. Now, hang on a minute. I hear you say, of course, I don't want to be busy all the time. Of course, I want to have more time to do things myself. Well, yeah, on the surface level, that is totally true. We'd all like to slow down. We'd all like to do less. We'd all like to have more time to exercise and feel fitter. We'd all like to feel like we've got more time to just play with the kids. We'd all like to feel like we don't have all of these jobs to do all the time. But I really strongly believe that however much we want those things, a lot of us find that we just can't. And the reason is that we are really used to living with our stress hormones. And because of that, slowing down and doing things for ourselves means withdrawing from that drug, that buzz that we get from those stress hormones, and that can be an incredibly hard thing to do. It's withdrawing from something. It's withdrawing from something that is, it may not feel like it, but it is giving us something. It is giving us the the buzz, the energy, the adrenaline to keep going all the time. Because make no mistake, it is giving us a buzz. Those stress hormones are heightening our senses, they're getting the blood pumping, and they are making sure that we are alert. Now, most of us aren't living with our stress hormones and high alert all of the time, but what we are doing is living with them on a chronic day-to-day low level that they were never ever designed for. And when we do that, we perpetuate our need for them, our addiction to them, if you like. So knowing if you're addicted is a pretty simple test. Are you somebody who says, oh, I just prefer to be busy. I just prefer it when I'm doing something. Do you prefer to have lots of things in the diary? Do you prefer it when you can see that your weekends are full up, that you've got it full of seeing people and doing things and going places? If that is the case, if any of that resonates with you, then you, my friend, could be addicted to the stress high. And for sure, I would say that this used to be me, and to an extent, it still is me, actually. So I'd say if you go back maybe three, four, five years, particularly when the kids were a bit younger, I definitely had that sense of, I must keep going, I must keep going, I must keep going, because I'm happier when I'm busy. I'm happier when there's stuff to do. I'm happier when I can see that I've got appointments in the diary. And even though I didn't want to be busy all the time, I just made myself busy all the time. I would put stuff in there, even when, you know, it didn't necessarily have to be done. I would put stuff in there and put stuff on my list that wasn't actually that important. I would put appointments in my diary that I didn't necessarily want to do because I was addicted to the busy, because I was addicted to doing and achieving. And I think that a lot of that comes down to the fact that it makes us feel needed it makes us feel important and it validates us as well. So not only are we addicted to those stress hormones because we are so used to living with them, but the busyness, it validates us. It makes us feel good about ourselves because we are in demand, we are important and we are needed. And actually, I've been able to slow down over the years and slowing down has uh, helped me to look back on that and to think, oh my God, you know, what were you doing? What were you doing? Why did you have to be so busy all the time? But now I know, now I know that it was those stress hormones. It was that buzz that I was getting from them. So we all prefer to be busy or a lot of us prefer to be busy. However, actually tired and crap, that's making us feel because it is draining us and we know it. We know, it's draining us, but it's almost like we can't let go of it. We can't let go of that thing because it is, you know, we're addicted to it, aren't we? It's like taking drugs. You know, that stuff is going to ultimately make you feel terrible, but you're going to keep doing it because you're addicted. Your stress hormones, I'm not going to quote the two things together, but it's a similar kind of thing. It's a similar kind of thing where it's not, you know, you feel like it's serving you, but actually ultimately it is not. You think that it's making you feel good and help you keep going and give you the energy at the time, but actually what it's doing, ultimately, it is draining you. And slowing down can feel really scary. It can feel that we are not needed. It can feel that we are maybe less important. And do you know, I still struggle with this myself. You know, there are certain aspects of my business that I'm trying to slow down with. I have got so used to, over the years, having my diary literally booked out the whole time the kids are at school. I am seeing clients one after another, after another, after another. And I've recently, you know, I've cleared out space in the rest of my life to an extent, but certainly in my work life, I still have that bit feeling of if I am busy, I am successful. And so for me, I'm having to work really, really, really hard to be less busy in my workday so that I can do more of the things that I want to do, so that I can have more time to just sit back, so that I can have more time to really focus very closely on the clients that I do have. So believe me, (laughs) this is still something that I am working on myself as well. So it's something that I'm very, very close to in my own life as well. So we're all doing this. We're all addicted to the busy. We're all doing things that we maybe don't need to do. We're all creating work for ourselves or living with the notion that our needs should be pushed down to the bottom of the list because all of the other stuff is more important. So here's the bit you've been waiting for. If you're in that place and if you can truly only find five minutes or even three minutes a day to spend on yourself, what is it you should be doing? Well, I think you should be doing precisely nothing. Yep. You heard me? Nothing. And why is that? Because the first thing we need to do is prove to ourselves that we don't need to be on the go every minute of the day. We need to create a space that is just for us. I don't want you to use that time to cram something else in to try and achieve another goal. I want you to just be. And that doesn't mean putting the TV on or scrolling through your phone and looking at social media. It means sitting down, or maybe even better, lying down and just being for five minutes. Close your eyes, breathe, be in that moment. Will it be uncomfortable? Totally. You are going to be itching to get up. You're going to be itching to do something. It's going to feel like a really long five minutes because all the time your mind is racing with all of the jobs you've got to do, the things you've got to tick off the list. But this is important, okay? This is your first step towards creating time and space. But more importantly, this is the first step to proving to yourself that it is possible. We're all convinced that we don't have the time. So I want you to prove to yourself in that five minutes or that three minutes that it is possible. It is possible to create space. And like I always say with these things, just start small because once you create that five minutes, you can gradually add to it. And then eventually you can put other things in your time that you want to include that maybe exercise, more time for self-care or whatever it is you feel that you are too busy for right now, but that you would like to do. So what do you think? Could you potentially be a bit addicted to your stress hormones? Would you maybe like to be less busy, but you don't really know where to start? Does that five minutes a day of nothing feel like something you could do, you could try? I'd love to hear what you think. So do share your thoughts with me. And if you've got a minute right now, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and maybe even pop me in a rating and a review. Right. I hope that was helpful. I'm going to look forward to seeing you all again next time. Enjoy your five minutes of nothing. And I will see you all again next time. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.